Hello and welcome to another DJ Force 10 in conversation podcast episode 122. My special guest on this episode is the legendary guitar maestro Gus G. Uh, we're going to talk all things Firewind. They've got a brand new album coming out on the 15th of May through AFM Records. Um, and it, I've been fortunate enough to hear the whole thing. And it's it's great. I love it. Uh, they've got a new vocalist, uh, which we talk about in the podcast. But his guitar work is fine. The, the, everything is, is on fire, basically. Um, it's amazing. Um, and um, yeah, I just, I really dig it. And that's why I'm talking to Gus G on this show. Um, I just want to give a shout out to uh, all the bands this week we've been chatting to. Uh, been an absolute pleasure. I hope you guys have enjoyed the shows. Thank you for everyone that's listening as well. Um, I am keeping an eye on the sort of like um, statistics, if you will. And, and it's, it's, it's definitely at an all time high right now. And I'm glad I'm, I'm providing a, uh, a bit of distraction uh, to the world right now, even though we do talk about it. Um, but I think it's important to talk about it in 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 every light as well um but i'm not i'm not you know i'm finding it weird i'm not gonna lie um it's still weird we're now sort of like four or five weeks into the lockdown um for uh thankfully sorry i should say uh work for me um they're kind of providing more sort of learning more more training and stuff like that which is great Uh, it's really keeping my mind occupied between you know working with my family and stuff like that um sort of doing a bit of homeschooling for the kids letting them get on with their uh like allocated schoolwork. shout out to all the teachers that are still working um and all the nhs stuff because uh we've been unfortunate in the past week to actually having to use them um not going to go into details but we had to use the nhs um but they've been absolutely fantastic um that I, I can't i can't fault them i mean they're decked up in essentially riot gear <laughs> just paper riot gear um but they're doing an absolute a, a job i can't imagine doing to be honest with you in this sort of day you know i find it hard enough to go outside um in this time but you know to provide for my family i will um but if i don't have to then i will not go out um but yeah it's 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 certainly a strange time but if anyone's out there that's that's struggling give us a shout i'm more than happy to chat about it um you can find me on the various socials you know how to find me um but also if anyone is uh feeling fruity and wants to um listen to something a bit a bit bit more semi-radical um i did a three-hour dj mix the other night it was only supposed to be about an hour and a half turned out to be three hours um on twitch um so if you go to my twitch channel um you don't have to subscribe to it if you don't want to you can just stream straight off of it but it's twitch twitch.tv slash dj force x um and on there it's a very dark video i had the lights out with sort of like some fairy lights on um but i did a sort of three hour rock metal dance music hybrid mix um it was a lot of fun uh, i had a few people in the chat room um not sure exactly how many people watched it in the end um but i didn't do it for that i just did it you know i put it up as a sort of an event and and just to sort of give some distraction but if you want it, you can have it on in the background just streaming on your phone or your or your tv or whatever um go have a listen it's kind of a return to crossing the streams uh which i did on total rock um kind of trying to look to sort of relaunch that at the moment um but yeah um please do please go listen to it uh or watch it if you want to uh not that you can see much apart from like lights and and my beard um but yeah it's it's quite good fun it was good fun to do i really enjoyed sort of flexing my mixing muscle if you will um 
but yeah, uh, just sort of like providing just content providing at the moment, sort of keeping keeping you all occupied as much as I can. Um, but if there's any um, anything you want to know from the show, anything you want to see from the show, I'm trying to get a few more sort of bit more diverse guests. Um, I'm not saying that I'm not getting diverse guests with all the musicians I'm speaking to, but I'm trying to get people of different um, different performing arts and stuff like that at the moment. So, um, but I'll keep you obviously you guys in uh, in the loop once I do confirm stuff. Uh, but we've had a, a few good interviews happen this week um that I've, I've i've got ready for next week um i've got chemists uh they're a great band uh coming out of the states uh even got to interview dj woody as well which was great fantastic uh jim davies uh formerly of the prodigy and pit shifter that's another interview coming up uh royals uh sort of pop punk band from out of uh, sort of like southampton basing state way um from ashes to new they got a brand new single out go check that out um and then uh this evening actually just after um or just before i recorded this i spoke to uh cryos and uh therafosa um both fantastic all these interviews have been great i've been absolutely digging them all uh and the music you guys are making um is amazing i wouldn't be chatting to them otherwise really to be perfectly honest with you, if i don't like what i don't like what, if i don't dig what i'm hearing um generally i'm not enthused to um chat to the band because I can't be passionate about it, but everyone that I've been speaking to so far, I'm absolutely passionate about their music. Um, I love it. I love it. It's great. It's great. Um, but anyway, I've waffled on enough now and this, this, uh, interview, um, is coming up now i'm trying to think the words can't think of the words i'm losing my voice as well it's not good um but yeah um here is gus g enjoy I'd like to welcome uh, Gus G to my show of Firewind. Welcome, sir. Hey, good to be here. Cool. Um, and how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you. And I hope you as well. And yeah. we're all locked inside. We are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's not much to do, but we're doing this. So this is all good. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, I'll be weird today to talk about uh, your band's new album um, of, of the same title of your band, Firewind. Um, it's out on uh where was it may 15th correct uh, this yeah. year and um yeah i was just I was curious what like um i was reading up about the album and i've heard your previous works amongst not just firewind but your solo stuff and obviously your work with the likes of ozzy osbourne and arch enemy and stuff like that um cool. but what 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 was your main sort of like um inspiration behind this particular album because obviously you gave it a self-titled um was it more of a, a sort of like um this is what you wanted firewind to sound like or was it something else well um it's uh interesting it was an interesting story with this record because um it started out um differently and it ended up differently obviously i mean i started writing it when the lineup was different and then towards the end the uh, the lineup change happened yeah um so i mean music wise it was kind of business as usual for me i was just writing the material that was coming out uh naturally for me and what i thought was you know good good material to be on a firewind record and yeah. the natural continuation but um i mean anyways you know towards the end of uh, last year 2019 you know the, there were 
you know, these lineup change, changes that were inevitable, they had to happen. Mm. And um, to me, that's when I really, I mean, that was, an, I, that was something that I saw coming, to be honest. I didn't expect it was going to happen on this album, but it was, it was like, okay, now I have to really reapproach this and I have to, I have to think again how I'm going to do this uh, in order to finish the production and move forward. And um, yeah, it was like one of those things like, okay, I'm going to restart basically. I'm going to do a total makeover of the band. I'm going to use the material that I have. And I'm going to find a, a new singer who can come in and, you know, finish the, the project with me and, um, yeah. you know, just hope for the best. It was like one of those situations where, while the material was strong and everything, like there were so many other factors that we were kind of like walking on a wire, you know, like the, every, everything could have fallen apart at any given moment. Mm. So um, where did you find your new vocalist? Cause I'm, I, I mean, I must say, I, like I've listened to your previous works. I listened to your last album in fact as well. Um, and um, listen to this album and he just seems to be, it's, it's like a really, it's really fresh. If that makes sense. <laughs> um it's, yeah it's a very sort of like he's got a lot of uh, a lot of power and it's very clean um in his delivery thank you yeah i i felt the same thing as soon as i heard him as well i was like well i uh, i thought well that's that's the guy that should have been singing in fire and forever so <laughs> i mean it's it's a kind of vocal the type of vocals that i like first of all when i heard Herbie Langan, he mm. reminded me of our old, old singer from the first two albums, Stephen Frederick, like yeah. that kind of, that kind of vocals. Um, so anyways, I mean, the, the, it was the, through the label that this whole thing happened. I, I, I okay. uh, yeah, I called up AFM records and I said, look, this is what's going on. I'm going to be making these changes. And do you know somebody? Can you suggest somebody? Uh, I have some names in mind, but do you know anybody? And they were like, well, how about Herbie Langens? And I was like, okay, can you maybe send me something to check mm. out? And then I heard, um, I didn't know who he was, but, uh, you know, they, they sent me a bunch of links. And one of them was from this band that I had heard of years ago, a band he was in called Sinbreed. And um, I was like, yeah, I remember that. And I remember when I was hearing that guy, I was like, this guy would fit for us so well, you know, <laughs> uh, but that was like eight years ago or something. And, um, anyhow, um, so they, they had to they put us in touch and then we started talking and, you know, there was, um, a little bit of talk and I sent him some stuff, some of the older material to sort of try out how he would do on that. And also wanted to send him some of the new riffs and try to write something together and see yeah. what happens, you know? Um, and I mean, everything just felt really naturally. I mean, when I, the first song we wrote together was uh, devour, which is the second track, I think on the track list. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, to me that sounded like, I'm like, okay, this is, this is the firewind sound. This is how we should be sounding. And it was just easy from there on. But the only, the only kind of, thing which was a bummer for him i guess it was that i told him look this is the situation we have this album we're missing the vocal lines and the lyrics and we have about two months deadline to finish <laughs> it and after that there's going to be a world tour so it's like it, it all has to happen like it has to start like yesterday yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so that's what happened but you know he was up for the challenge man he did great not many people could have pulled that off so no i was gonna say it sounds like you've got a, a great cohesion in the sort of sound that you have um with your guitar work and everything as well it was it was just like it was it was quite um it was quite a fresh uh because uh, i've been listening to it I, i've been fortunate i got i got sent the album which is 
I'm, I've got to say it's fantastic the whole album um, oh, thanks <laughs> um, thank you yeah um, but no it was just such a I, it just like I say I said before it felt so fresh uh, it was like you had a new energy behind it not that anything you'd done before was kind of lackluster or anything um, but it just had this like much more I think the word power came to mind um, yeah yeah I agree yeah I agree it is more powerful I think partly because not only because Herbie's such a powerful singer mm. uh, but also the production is different I mean the you know d- during the end there was another problem I mean uh, you know De- Dennis Ward who mixed and produced the previous album he was he started working with Halloween on their new record Okay. And um, so that meant that he was going to be absent from completing the production with us. So in the end, he didn't even know if he was going to be able to deliver the mix uh, on time. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, here we go. Uh, like <laughs> like another, another one, right? So, um, but it's, it was all good, man. It's like, you know, Dennis has helped me a lot with a lot of the songwriting and producing and stuff. So I had to find somebody to finish the job, basically. And, um, in comes uh, Tobias Lindell, who's a great, excellent mixer, Swedish guy. Mm. Um, and I spoke to him and I said, we need to start mixing like right away. Like, do you, <laughs> so it was like that, <laughs> literally like, can I send you the files now and you start mixing like tomorrow morning or something? And he was like, yep. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So, you know, it, I think he, he brought in that kind of fresh type of sound as well he i mean this record sounds really punchy yeah. really huge big drums big guitars like it's good you know and um at the same time it sounds like also like very real not like very plastic you know like like a lot of metal productions today yeah that, that was the difference with it as well because I've, I've heard a lot of um obviously i hear a lot of music as as a sort of this this job that i yeah. do with the radio but yeah, a lot um, of stuff sounds the same doesn't it i mean <laughs> it, it can do a lot of like because a lot of people are seeing the same producers and the same mixes and you can kind of you can see a sort of pattern emerging and you know it's, it's good for like you know radio or playing out at the club or whatever that i do with it but it you know after a while it can become quite monotonous and uh, and occasionally like like this particular album album breaks through and 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 i'm like oh, i can hear all these different sounds whereas like before it's always kind of like the one sort of guitar tone the one like drum sound and all that kind of stuff um yeah but with this album it had it had like all the sort of like attributes that i kind of like i miss on certain songs uh, and you can cool, actually hear thanks. everything coming through yeah well i mean we can we can thank tobias for that he did a great mix um that really fit the the you know the whole attitude of the songs and uh maybe because you know tobias also make, mix mixes bands more rock bands like you know he's done like a europe record i think okay. a few years ago and he's done a band called mustache and he's done like avatar you know so it's like some might have one have said like okay maybe this is a kind of like a weird choice for like a power metal band like firewind but i think mm. it fit in so well yeah um, no yeah. It, de- it definitely has worked and and i think that's something that like along with like it's, it's when you get um like certain musicians that only play in one style but they work in a different band like you got a punk band with a metal guitarist or something like that sometimes that works and it works the same with producers as well because they're so used to doing or they do kind of other stuff and then they go into a genre they're not known for they get that excitement from like hearing something different as well yeah um, yeah yeah that's what it was basically that's what it was basically he he got excited about it too and you know and that's it then when the mix starts you know everything starts clicking in and you hear like okay everybody gets excited again so then you know then you know like sometimes because a lot of times 
you do a record and like, okay, in the end, you're like, it's kind of hard to imagine the final finished product many times. You can't, it's easy to, you know, to, to, to lose kind of like lose a ball of, of what's going to happen. And especially like in, in our case where so many things happen yeah. in the middle and there was a lot of uncertainty. So yeah, I mean, towards the end, it got very exciting again. So yeah, I'm glad. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's all you could definitely tell. There's a different like sort of breath of fresh air into it and everything, um, cool. especially with the lead single that you guys released um, a couple of weeks ago, rising fire. Um, mm. I really enjoyed that song. Um, and a couple Thanks. of others off the album that I really like are um, perfect strangers um and uh the actual longing to know you as well oh cool thank you Which thank you like man. They're, they're all very kind of like the different styles but the the actual the, the songs themselves everything was great about them so um where, where do you get your um kind of like because obviously you do a lot of guitar work for a lot of people and yourself where, where does your sort of like source of creativity come from when you when you sort of like sit down and and start to write things because obviously it, you know, you, you come up with a lot of different riffs, and I was just sort of curious on your sort of writing style. Yeah. Um, the last few years, I started writing a bit differently in the sense that, I mean, in the past, I used to do all these songwriting sessions. Okay, let's sit down for like 10 days and come up with, I don't know, 10 songs or something. And yeah. Yeah, and then maybe you get like a few good ones, and the rest is not as good, but whatever. And then you do another songwriting session, and then that's it. Then you've got to go in the studio. But... I mean, lately I find, I mean, especially with the technology we have in our hands nowadays, I um, I just compile ideas and riffs. I just write all the time, more or less. And I have this kind of like riff vault. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, and I just kind of like put stuff there, kind of like pile it up there, even if it's just like the main riff, right? Yeah, and if it's not so much, not, not a, like unfinished arrangements, just a little, little bits and pieces here and there. And, um, and I compile some stuff also on my phone when I get a quick idea and... And then I revisit it like a month or two later, and then I'm like, okay, then I pick and choose. Okay, this is okay, this is okay, this isn't, or whatever. Yeah. And that sort of gives me like a head start of where where I'm going to go. Like a, at least, you know, I pick out like maybe four or five ideas, and I'm like, okay, this is where this is good enough so we can start. And um, I complete the songs like that. You know, I sort of put the pieces of the puzzle together, and that's, I mean, a lot of the ideas on the record, some of that stuff is like it goes yeah, i've had it for years mm. sitting in there and then i put new parts into it that i wrote recently and you know it's um it's good to revisit ideas like that because sometimes some songs write themselves and some songs need their time it's it's a it's hard to finish them up and um for example longing to know you it's a song that i actually wrote like in 15 minutes it's like one of those oh, things okay it just came it just came out i just picked yeah. up the acoustic and came out and then, like, you know, a song like Welcome to the Empire, that's like a, I've had this, and I've been, it's been it was like a, an idea that was torturing me for years. I've had it, like, for four or five years, maybe. I originally wanted it to be on a solo record. I wanted it to be an instrumental. But then it didn't really click. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. It sounds, it sounds like it was, it sounded like a Firewind record, a uh, Firewind track, uh, song, but I almost try to work against that. I wanted to put it on a solo record. I was like, you know, this is a, this should be a firing song. So <laughs> we, we put some vocals on there and then, you know, then the rest of the song came to be very easy. You know, once I heard the first vocal lines, so it's, it's, uh, you know, going back to your question is, uh, it's, it, it depends on the song. It depends on the song and then the ideas. But I, what I do is I just compile them and 
we go from there okay that's cool um who um because I, I look back I, I saw some of like i, I saw sort of like the, the sort of influences um side of things that you're like the sort of classic sort of music stuff that you're into um and you're influenced by but i was just curious who are you sort of influenced by today like if you had to sort of like um uh, pick anyone that's making music at the moment or anyone that's kind of um any players that you really admire that are still going right now um who would they be Hmm. I mean, there's lots of talents out there. I've uh, a lot, a lot of great players out there. Uh, well, you know, you mean from the newer generation, right? Yeah, from the new generation, because um, I'm always curious as to what influences people like when they start. Um, but I'm sort of like sort of seeing if they still like if you still, for instance, look at like some players or some like a release that have come out and, and go, oh, wow, let's try some of that. Or is it giving you um, kind of like an impetus to try something different? Yeah, no, not not much like that because you know if you do that too much, you're gonna end up sounding like those people, you know. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. So, so I try to stay away from that. It's not like, but that does not mean that I don't admire other players and other musicians, like many, many guys. And uh, I mean, you know, I recently did a collaboration with Andy James, who's a you know guy from England, yeah. and um, and you know, we, we did a song together, and it was cool, you know. And that's 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 a guy that's. He's a hell of a player, you know. He's one of the greatest players right now on earth, in my opinion. And nice. you know, another friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, Angel Vivaldi. He's he's from he's American. He's from Jersey, and mm. we toured. I toured with him like a few years ago, and you know, he he's he's a great uh, kind of like up and coming guy, and uh, he's a guy who blew up basically online, you know, on Spotify and YouTube, and yeah. uh, like a very DIY guy and very like uh, you know very. Um, but you know, like totally self finance, self like I like his work ethic, how he approaches everything, like very like artistic, you know. Yeah. So you know, and he's a great you know a shredder, hell of a player. So there's a lot of players out there okay. right now doing a lot of a lot of exciting stuff, you know. I mean, cool. For me, I just find it is it's. I mean, I I I love these guys. I like to work with them. I like to tour with them. But obviously, at the same time, you know, you you I think you influence each other kind of like subconsciously. But it's always good to sort of stay in your corner and do your thing so yes. you know yeah 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 no that's true that's all cool thank you um so um this is a, a sort of a new question i've introduced in the last couple of weeks but um what 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 are you doing during this lockdown what what are your sort of like um what are you doing to sort of like stay connected with people and stuff like that well so far i have um well i mean i've been at home i just enjoy time with my wife and my cats <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I play a big guitar. I've been writing a little bit. I uh, I work out a little bit at home. Okay. Uh, you know, just watch a lot of movies, um, and just really um, not trying to worry too much about things. Yeah. Just observing the news. You know, I'm probably I'm probably certain that touring wise, the rest of the year is off. Um, um i'm i'm just kind of trying to relax and enjoy it um i, li- I like being at home i mean it's not like when i'm off touring it's not like i'm going out all the time i'm at yeah. home mostly so yeah so it's not a lot has changed i mean of course i haven't seen my friends or my parents for a while but you know we keep in touch through uh facetime or whatever oh that's good um and you know i try to stay on social media not not overdoing it because everybody seems to go live 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 now these days and uh, yeah i don't want to bust people's balls about that but i do check in every couple of days and you yeah. know it's, uh, just to see how everybody's doing yeah. and um 
that's it really cool and i mean this this week has been very busy because i just started doing heavy press for the record so yeah i'm, I'm spending like five six hours a day on the phone talking to press so okay <laughs> so I'm, I'm i'm definitely keeping busy this week yeah oh no that's good that's good it's good it's good to keep busy at this time i was just curious because uh, like I, i've i've interviewed obviously a lot of bands are at home at the moment so it's been quite a good sort of like uh time for me to get interviews and stuff so yeah um, yeah but no i'm just curious as to what people are doing like either personally or if they're like doing anything like on the band side of things like anyone who's got an impending album like within in the next couple of weeks coming out what if they're doing any you know that some of them are doing live events and stuff like that but like some of them are just like like you just sort of keeping in touch with people just sort of saying you know is everyone all right and you know right or not. yeah i mean like we released a song and we're you know trying to promote a little bit but it's also very fragile times, you know, for everybody. And I think on one hand, you have to be careful. But on the other hand, I think people will still need to be entertained. They can't think of the pandemic day and night. I mean, oh, it's, yeah, definitely. It's, in, it's, it's in our minds inevitably. Like, we, it's, it's in there anyways. And you, you always worry about this all day long. So it's good to kind of like break away from that and, yeah, yeah, think about other stuff. And I think music music is the best company it is it is totally for me it definitely is it's one of those things yeah you know it's it's keeping me relatively sane so it's uh, yeah 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 you know for me too for me too it's the same yeah cool um i've got a couple of questions left for you gus and then i'll I'll let you get on with the rest of your evening if that's all right um sure man yeah cool so these ones are these are my generic generic questions but they're kind of like i ask everyone kind of thing so um what would you say were your three top albums that have influenced you uh to the musician that you've become like what were the ones that made you pick up a guitar what were the ones that kind of you know like really made you think all right "Ah." well here it is the first the the album that made me pick up a guitar was frampton comes alive by peter frampton amazing yeah yeah great record um I mean, another record that um, really probably I'm gonna give you like two more guitar records, right? Oh, that's fine. Whatever, whatever you want to give us. Yeah, yeah. Um, or maybe not. You know, I'll give you. So you know what? I will also say Black Sabbath, uh, Master of Reality, because that was like my introduction to really heavy metal, heavy music. Nice. And uh, yeah. And the other one, I'm probably gonna say. Um, hmm. Ingve Malmsteen's trilogy album because that was like my introduction to shred guitar, yeah, or the so-called shred guitar. And uh, I mean, through that, I went on and you know became sort of like a life mission to learn how to play that kind of stuff. And you know, I discovered an array of guitar players that you know that kind of similar style. And yeah, went yeah. on to that. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, the Ingve album's great. Uh, obviously, yeah. Black Sabbath. I grew up on that, so it's it's an, and Frampton comes alive. I've not heard that album in a long time. Um, yeah, it's not a metal record or anything, but it's uh, it's because my dad had the vinyl at home, and when I was nine, and I was listening to him doing the talk box guitar, I thought, you know, this was like the epiphany I had. That I was like, yeah. okay, I I gotta, I want to learn how to, you know, you have that vision in your head that you're up on a stage and you're playing. I don't, but you don't really know why is that and what is that. But that was the album that got me curious. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I had the same effect with me with um, uh, a track by Herbie Hancock called Rocket. And yeah. um, I, I'm a scratch DJ now. Well, and that's what that's the kind of that was the song that really kind of like caught me because I was like, what's that noise? And there's this guy going. And I'm like, what what's making that noise? Because it wasn't a keyboard. It wasn't a guitar. It wasn't right. like and, and then I saw the video for it. and I was like, this guy with records. And scratching he's, just, he's just scratching back and forth. And I'm like. 
that's amazing and um i'm sat here in my studio got two turntables right next to me and a mixer so awesome you know there you go yeah and that's the same sort of thing that happened for me and you kind of follow that and you kind of there's obviously a plethora of scratch djs and 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 hip-hop and all that kind of stuff that went into it and um yeah no that's awesome cool cool yeah yeah. um and uh, uh finally um um what are your um hobbies away from music so when you're not out uh playing or writing or whatever um what do you kind of do to sort of if you need to get away from it you know what do you do Oof, um, I don't have hobbies like golf or something, like, not like that. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, for me, I'm just enjoying to just stay home and, you know, have my peace and quiet here at home. Yeah. And, you know, just watch movies. I, I, I'm a big c- cinema cool. fan and, uh, you know, I go to the movies. I, I like to work out a little bit, you know, and yeah. Cool. Uh, what are your current favorite movies? Ooh. I just saw. I mean, one of the last times that I went to the to the cinema was uh, I saw The Gentleman. Okay, cool. With, it's, it's. I think that's a. Um, is that a Guy Ritchie film? I think. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was awesome. I li- I like his movies a lot. And um, or are you talking about favorite movies ever? Or is uh, that what I you're mean, you can or, do, or even current ones, um, like you did with The Gentleman. But uh, what is your favorite film? Ooh. I mean, I, I, I like Stanley Kubrick films. Okay, cool. You know, Eyes Wide Shut, you yep. know, Clockwork Orange, stuff like that. Um, you know, I like the old gangster movies, Pacino, De Niro, stuff like that. Yeah. So, And then, I'll, of course, I'm a big fan of the ultimate heavy metal movie, Conan the Barbarian. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about the first one, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is the ultimate power. Metal. But I mean, I'm, yeah, but I'm also like a big Tarantino fan. I, I like Once Upon a Hollywood, his latest one. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Gus, thank you very much for your time, mate. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to let you get on with the rest of your evening so you can have a relax and, and whatnot. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate the it. the next uh, batch of interviews whenever they are. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot again, man. Thanks for the good chat. Cool. And have a good day there. No good worries, there, man. So. Have a good one, all right? All right, you too. Bye-bye.